This is why we have the best fans in the world. Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction in Harry Styles podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Amanda. And this is our 119th episode of Talk Direction. And wow, that wasn't Kara on the other end. It was Amanda. Welcome, Amanda. We are welcoming Amanda to the podcast as our special guest this week. And we are extremely excited that she is here. Thank you so much for coming on. How are you doing today? I'm doing, you know, a solid seven out of ten. Seven out of ten is really good, honestly. That that is a good that is a good number to be doing. Um, yeah. I would say I'm probably around a seven out of ten too. I, today there were some ups and downs about today. I had a really long, boring day in my lectures, and then Harry Styles didn't get nominated for a Grammy, which like shouldn't have affected me the way it did but I was like really upset about it um but like now I'm very high I'm what did you say so was I yeah I think like we're also let down I just like keep picturing Harry like crying like I would cry I'm sure he's cried even though he probably wasn't like expecting everything you can't not get your hopes up a little bit I've gone through so many things like that, like, you just, you put so much effort into something, hoping for a certain outcome, yeah. and then you just don't get that outcome. Yeah. But now you put this image of Harry crying in my brain. I'm sorry! I'm looking right at my Another Man poster, and I feel like <laughs> I just see a tear falling down his face. <laughs> like seriously I can't not think about it and then I think about like what Anne must have called him and talked to him about and told him how proud she was of him and like all this stuff and oh I just don't want to think about it I didn't even include it in the news stories why did I bring it up <laughs> I, I was too emotional to talk about it today um but yeah uh, so sad. Maybe we'll have a bigger discussion at some point, or we'll just pretend it never happened and never talk about it again. Um, anyway, moving on. Um, why don't you tell everyone listening when you first got heard about us, like got into Talk Direction, and because like I feel like it's been a while now, right? It has. I don't know the exact timeline, but I remember I think like January 2016 or something. There was that like. BuzzFeed, like, top five fandom podcast thing, uh-huh. and I think I just started listening to SwiftCast, and I was like, there's a One Direction podcast? What have I been missing out on? And I was like, whoa, they just started. I'm here sort of early. This is great. Oh my gosh. I forgot that, like, that BuzzFeed thing happened and that people found us that way. That's awesome. That was really exciting when that happened. Um, well, I'm glad you found us through that and that you joined. Yeah, Swift Castler is awesome. We've recorded with them um, a number of times, always, like, doing collaborations, like, when Zane and um, Taylor did their song together. We've done a couple, um, I think two with them, and they're really cool. So definitely go check out their podcast as well. 
Um, I'm really glad you found us through them. Um, what else was I can say? Oh, yeah. Um, so we've had, so far, we've had a number of guests the past couple of weeks. We've had Vishy, who was in India, Kesha, who is in Poland. Um, when Kara comes on, she's in the U.S. I'm in England. Where are you in this big old world, Amanda? Currently, I'm in Alabama, which is, you know, fun down here in the South, I guess. <laughs> nice, I'm nice. getting, you know, finals, or getting ready for finals, you know. Major. Yeah, I was going to say major stress. Yeah, well, and like end of November, early December, it just like completely ramps up. That's same like same with me. I have an exam on thir- this Thursday. Uh, today is Tuesday right now. Well, I actually only have 12 more minutes left of Tuesday because it's 11:48 p.m. where I am. Um, but I have an exam on Thursday and then an essay due as well. Definitely not as stressful as my undergrad though. Masters is easier so far than undergrad. Undergrad was like just hectic, hectic, hectic because you have like four different classes that you're doing exams for. Here it's just like I have one set of lectures. Um, I guess it depends on the program you're part of, but yeah. Good luck with that, everyone. Yes, I have one on Thursday, which is just like my English final, and I just got to go in and like write a paper in the class and just. Do you like? Do you would you rather write a paper like in class or ha- like have the time? Because I know like in class it gets stressful because it's like time constraint, but like outside you have so much time and there's that whole procrastinating has to be perfect type thing. Um, I feel like I can handle the pressure a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know how every other state or even country works, but in Georgia at some point at least they required you to take like a writing test, which is exactly. Oh what this is. We just have to go in and like, write a paper. We had like three hours to get it done. So oh, dang. I'm to do it. Oh, well, that's good then. I know we had, like, in Connecticut, we had different types of statewide testing. Um, but, yeah. Ugh, I was reading the other day. This is how much you know I'm homesick. Yesterday, I was Googling articles of, like, you know you're from Connecticut when... And one of them was talking about, like, the statewide testing that I had to do when I was a kid. And I was like, oh, the good old days, back when I had to do the CMTs. That's um, awesome. I do, I do that all the time. I found one, like, for my town specifically. Oh, and nice. And it was, like, all these things, and I was like, wow, I can't relate to all the southern things. But, you know, yes, that is what Yeah. Oh, it was getting my heart. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm going home soon, eventually, in a in a couple weeks, so that'll be good. Um, so let's get to know you a bit more, Amanda. Starting with our, or not starting with our, but going through these questions about One Direction and the boys going solo, as we do with all our guests on the show. The first one is, when did you get into One Direction and why? That's, just getting into them, it took me a long time. I remember, I don't know if it was their official lyric video or not but there was this one lyric video to what makes you beautiful that I, in like October 2011 or something I would pull up on my iPod while I was at home with like Wi-Fi every mm-hmm. day and play it on repeat on the way to school until I ran out of the Wi-Fi Aww. and I and I was just obsessed with it and then I just got suddenly got really mad at them because I was a very, very huge believer back in 2012. 
it wasn't just in on the magazines anymore. It was One Direction. <laughs> you cannot take that away from my favorite. Yeah. I then looked up all night, and you know, I couldn't deny the bops that were there. Yeah. And I just had to join, and I just fell down the little hole. Yep, like, as we all do. Yep. That is beautiful. So, how big of a believer are you these days? Because I know you still like him, right? Yes. I I still, I, I feel like I'm the only one who still likes his old music more than his music. Wait, his like old those, music? Like, yeah, like My World, like Baby, and... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. In 2010, Justin was prime in my eyes. <laughs> prime <laughs> Justin. I mean, I was a Justin Bieber fan too at one time before I was a One Direction fan, but I wasn't. I wasn't one for very long. But like, I I remember liking his music. I remember going to see the movie in the theaters with like my family, and then we saw him at the Today Show one time, like outside. So like, I was a fan, but I I like didn't really know his music too well. Um, yeah. Um, so what is your favorite One Direction song? I knew this question was coming, and I've tried so hard to be here for it. And I just, I couldn't pick one. Just, like, all the different moods, and, like, sometimes you want just a pop song that doesn't have much meaning. Or yeah. every once in a while, like, the beat of Girl Almighty, no, not Girl Almighty, the beat of Steal My Girl is worth it. Even though the lyrics are I just think, end of the day, uh, such a great song. It needs to be sung live more. Because they did do it live. But it needs to be sung live more. And I'm going to need them to come back together and sing that. Because honestly, that one lyric is awesome. And the whole song is awesome. It's just a complete jam. Um, So I respect that choice for sure. Um, do you have a favorite One Direction memory? It could be, like, something related to you, or the fandom, or the boys, anything like that. Um, I think, I mean, had I seen One Direction, that would be my favorite. Right. I think the most iconic memory was on October 1st, 2014, when they were in Atlanta. So the next night, it was on a Wednesday night, and I wasn't allowed to skip church to go. So the oh. next night, I commented, I put on Facebook, One Direction was Atlanta, was in Atlanta last night, and I wasn't. And my preacher commented on my post and said, well, at least you're headed in the right direction. And I just oh, kind of man. 
That's so funny. Did I say the best, most pure joy I've had with these boys is seeing Niall? Because I, I live in Georgia. I go to the Atlanta shows. I've seen Harry and Niall. And anyone who's been or has heard about the Harry Atlanta show knows that it was just absolute hell. And that Harry did great. And everything else at that show was terrible. Yeah, I, I heard things. I don't know if you listened to that episode, but honestly, the second one was way better when I was at the back. Like, I can't tell people that enough. Go listen to my Harry episode to hear about my two experiences of night one and night two of Harry in London. Uh, The second night was way better. Not at the front. It it was horrible at the front. I know some people enjoy it, but let me tell you, the back is where it's at, so... I need to start doing, because I go to a lot of general admission shows, and yeah. I feel like that's why I was more accepting and willing to go to Barricade, just because, like, I can handle it, and it wasn't, mm-hmm. I didn't think it would be quite as intense as I heard it was, but yeah. I was just prepared to, like, just lean against the Barricade, and as soon as Harry came out, he would give me strength, but I just couldn't make it, and I just yeah. I sat here for some songs. I didn't even, I couldn't even see him for, like, some of them, because I just yeah. wanted to sit yeah. Uh, he was beautiful and yes, he, he his voice will always shine through and take us along. Um, but you saw, you what did you say? Yeah, but seeing Niall was just pure like happiness. I got there at like three thirty eight in the morning or something. Dang. We were we were all just in line and together, and we all had our blankets and like. We saw tour buses show up, not realizing he's not actually there, and we all got pictures with them. Aww. I was in, like, the first, I think I was number 47 or something like that. I wow. Was, like, right up front, and it was beautiful. And That's I, really I good. Shows, so I was preparing for the crowd to push forward when Niall came out, and I yeah. didn't. We all just stood there. Like, everything people say about Niall's concerts, like, when everyone, like, puts down their phones and, like, no one sings along. I mean, I love people singing along, but, like, when Niall tells you not to sing and, like, so it's just his voice, like, there's so many amazing moments that, like, I want to happen during whenever, like, I'm seeing Niall in March, I think. Um, I need those moments because they sound, like, so beautiful. So I'm, I'm glad you got to live through that. Um, the next question is, what do you think of the boys going solo? And, like, how are you enjoying their solo music? Do you like that they've, you know, had this hiatus, or whatever we want to call it? Um, and, like, whose music are you enjoying the most? You know, I always kind of had the feeling, even back in 2015, you know, before they officially announced it, I was just like, you know, they're going to go on break, and they'll be back in 2020. And that's mm-hmm. what I've been saying the whole time. Because I never mm-hmm. thought it'd be 2018. That just wasn't long enough. I yeah. Because I feel like 
not long after we knew about that Dunkirk existed. And I was like, there's no way that he's gonna, like, tour before this movie. Yeah. So, I was just kind of preparing to wait, like, ten years. Like, <laughs> with the boys that are coming back again and on tour. Like, I was preparing for something like that. And yeah. I think, I think we can handle it. And it's not so much of when they come back. It's just mm-hmm. that no one they will. Mm-hmm. Even if it's 30 years, just to know that there's a guarantee that they'll be back. Yeah. That's a nice way to put it. Because, like, when you're thinking about when, it's like you're always, you know, kind of on the edge of your seat trying to, like, make predictions as we do on this show. And it's, like, so hard to say because, you know, their solo careers are going off. But to be like, they said they'll be back, we just have to be patient. I'm sure it'll happen one day. It's a good way to look at it. And it's just like this, almost like the fear of, are you going to come back or are you not? Because if mm-hmm. I know you will, take as long as a break as you want. Right, do yeah. Do what you want to do on the break. And just, yeah. I do this, I have this thing that shows that whenever I think the person I'm seeing is near, I just start screaming to like drink water and like sleep because I know that... <laughs> Musicians and everybody doesn't always get to do that, so yeah. I just encourage, you know, health. And you sound like Kara. Kara's always like, I always tell people to drink water, and everyone needs sleep, and all this. <laughs> so, uh, that's great. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, they they need to take time to do what they need to do, and we should all let them do that for sure. And like, I like the solo stuff. Like. I mean, I do miss the boys together, but honestly, like, the music that we've gotten out of solo stuff is so good. I'm not, like, craving One Direction to get back together. Especially, like, for me, Harry's music. And I'm excited to see where he goes with his solo stuff. And and Louis as well. Um, I'm excited for that. So I'm not too much wanting them to get get back together yet. So I think the break is going to be good for a while. I just... I, I think it will just, I can't think of words. I just yeah. think it will be great, you know, to, like, wait a while and just see what everything, see what all they do and, like, kind of just watch them grow as, like, people and musicians and, like, see, oh, you are oh, less misogynistic in your writing. <laughs> you got this. Or, like, yeah. I definitely want to have an episode where I just talk about, like, what One Direction would sound like, like, combining all their, like, solo stuff, because they've really gone in different directions, so, like, coming back, like, will that sound like old One Direction, or will there be, like, a Strip That Down song on the album, like, how will that work? Like, is Harry gonna start singing Strip That Down? Like, I'm here for it. He would. He would start stripping on stage, I'm sure. Or, like, I can just imagine all the, like, wait, what? Like, throwing around some prize bags to strip that down. Like, the way he was, like, swinging one around. Yes, literally. 
Um, I was gonna say, the antics that, like, Niall and Harry would get up to in that song, I think they would, like, be silly, goofing off, pretending to strip each other down. I think it would be great. <laughs> so good. see them watching each other live, and just see how, how they are, like, watching their, you know, friend do their solo stuff. I know, because that was almost like sometimes what you got to see when they did group interviews. It wasn't like they were watching each other do their solo stuff, but it was that interaction that was like such a big part of like why people loved One Direction, because you got to see them, you got to watch their friendship and watch them be silly, and like if we got to see more of that, where it's like, you know, if Niall shows up at like Louis' show, or like, you know, Louis tweets Niall on Twitter, like that interaction is always so nice, and like reminds me of why everyone loved One Direction in the first place. And it still shows, like, that they still, they still love each other, and, like, they're still friends mm-hmm. with everything, because I know there's always, like, rumors, this member hates this member, and, like, yeah. whenever it was, when people were, like, Zane was never friends of Harry or something, but, like, I don't know, I don't even, I don't even know what happened with that. Yeah, that was so dumb. I don't. I hate all those things. It's like you don't know what their friendship was. Like maybe they weren't best, best, best friends, but that doesn't mean they weren't friends. Like there's gifts to prove it. Okay, like God, don't come at my boys. Um. Okay, and the last one was, uh, whose solo music are you enjoying the most, and do you have a favorite solo song so far? so difficult because I feel like I have to split it between like Harry and Niall and then Liam and Louis because I feel like I can't just like pick because Harry and Niall have full albums and I can like go through them yeah just, like dissect and figure out what kind of music they are mm-hmm. but Liam and Louis I feel like they're both at points where they could go either way and like yeah Louis is just like I love his lyrics, and I love more, like, emotional and deep lyrics, and, like, I, like, I get sad, too, that, like, that kind of lyric is just, like, wow, like, Louis just, like, opening up his little diary and sharing It's so true. I literally, it's so basic, but it's so, like, like, I get sad, too, it's like, god damn it, Louis, we all get sad, this is wonderful. (laughs) I think, I think right now I'm really liking Niall's stuff because I'm mm-hmm. still kind of like coming down on the of the high from seeing him. Yeah. And I'm like watching the videos still because I've gotten good at like holding my phone and getting a decent video while also not <laughs> looking at my phone. That's good. That's good. That's a good skill to have. Yeah, that's why I never film at concerts, because, like, I, I just, like, feel like I would take away from seeing the artist, but if you can, like, watch the artist and not watch your phone at the same time, then you've pretty much got it all figured out. I'm not but there I, yet. I'm not that advanced. I've found that it helps to have a pop socket and to hold the phone vertically, because you're just, like, holding it, and then... Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. you're still, like, kind of in the right direction. <laughs> right, but, yeah. We need to get, like, a headband strapped, just stick it to our heads, and then you can dance and move and not have to worry about your hands. Although, if you're dancing, it'd probably be pretty shaky, but... Wait, I 
Okay, cool. So uh, that's all the questions. Um, wait, did you have a favorite solo song? Did you, or just sort of generally? I think, oh wow. Honestly, I think if I had to have just one, this hurts to say because I love the, the most, the most, I think just hold on. Yeah. That's such a good one. And and Louis is going to be performing his new one, Miss You, on X Factor this upcoming weekend. So it'll be like a year since Just Hold On, which I'm sure is going to be super emotional. Um, but I I imagine it's going to be just as good and moving. And I'm really excited about that because Just Hold On was really an excellent song. Um. All right. So let's move into news. Uh, the first one is about Niall. So he performed at the AMAs, and he won an award. Um, he won New Artist of the Year, um, and the AMAs are the American Music Awards. Um, and he also performed Slow Hands on stage. And pretty much, I mean, that that's part of the news, but one of the main parts of this AMAs is that he's next to Shawn Mendes, and they are both gorgeous looking and there's this one photo I think Sean posted it to his Instagram of them two looking into each other's eyes smiling and it's just like it's like it looks like it's like come out of like a like romantic comedy something like uh, we just know they're best friends like they talk about their friendship all the time and I just love this shot and I feel like they're just so supportive of each other and what did you think when you saw this picture, Amanda? I kind of died, just a little bit. <laughs> like, this is the content I signed up for, because I yeah. love Sean. I miss him. I, I've seen him live, too. And I just, like, seeing them together, I, I just want I want to be, like, that little Spongebob meme with, like, the little sign thing that says collab. Like, Aww. it was just, it was worth Yes. So yes. I know beautiful idea come on you guys have been teasing this collab for years now we need it we really need it uh, and like Niall's suit he just he's wearing this like checked blue gray I don't know what color it is three-piece suit and it looks very fine on him and I'm just really enjoying it I love seeing him in like the darker colors because I feel like with his brown hair, I just get like fall vibes from him now, and it's just yes. like it just works so well. Just like so true. Winter, like cozy vibes. I know you can his his hair like definitely stands out, especially in this photo with him like his head turned. It's like very brunette and looks so good with the suit. Ugh. what a gorgeous dude. And then, of course, he performed Slow Hands, and he wore another fun outfit. This one's black skinny jeans, brown boots, this lovely, like, embroidered black shirt with, like, light brown or golden floral details. And the most notable part is his wide-brimmed, like, farmer hat. <laughs> and it's, like, slightly, like, over-large. Like, the brim is quite wide. Um, but I'm really digging Niall's 
stylistic choices. I feel like he's really, you know, choosing things that he wants to wear, and I'm I'm all about him wearing what makes him feel feel good, uh, especially if it if it's making him turn into like Farmer Nile. I almost feel like he's seeing how everyone reacts to Harry's suit, and he's like, I gotta step up my game. I gotta. Yes. It's like a little bit similar, but in another. I keep saying direction. <laughs> It's it's well warranted on this show. Don't worry. Um, this like this hat too reminds me of um, his Harry's hat from that award. Was it what award show was it? It was was it the AMAs? I think it maybe was. Like in 2014 or something when Harry started like starting to do his own style, and that was one of the ones who wore this like farmer hat that everyone was like, oh my god, like we are blown away by it. So, like, Harry's, like, I mean, Niall's now at that stage. So, like, maybe, you know, four years from now, Niall will be wearing, like, floral, sparkly suits. We have no idea. It could go down that road, and I'm ready. That would be beautiful, but I also like that in, outside of, like, at, at his own shows, at least the ones that I've seen pictures of, he seems to be wearing, like, normal people clothes. And I was yeah. like, wow got dressed for school and then he went to school afterwards. That's so true. Yeah, I, I love the shirts Niles been wearing and I do miss like Harry when he would wear like, you know, just a black t shirt or something. Like he looks really good in those as well. Um but I don't think I would change Harry's suits for anything in the world. But yeah, Niall definitely pulls off that casual look too really nicely. Um, and then the next story is that Harry won Best International Artist at the Arias. Is that how people pronounce it, the Arias? Because that's how I've been saying it. Um, it's an award... You think so? Okay, good. <laughs> um, it's an award show in Australia. Um, and he also performed there. He performed Kiwi. And I gotta say, so he won Best International Artist, which was a fan-voted award thing. So, like... Uh, I'm sure everyone's seen on Twitter everyone using the hashtag um, Aria's Harry or whatever it was, and there was like a little emoji. But I also know that like if Harry was showing up to the award show, isn't that something that sways the vote? Like he might not show up if he doesn't win the award, or if you do show up to perform, like you're also there to accept the award, so often they give it to you, like no matter what the voting is sure in a lot of cases it's like that or like if some people can't go then they're just not gonna win yeah because like with the grammys that's not gonna happen but like with these smaller award shows i feel like that definitely does happen so like either way the fans voted a lot for harry but you know i don't think there was that much of a chance that he wasn't gonna get it i wonder like what the what the artist knows. If it's like, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, you'll get it if you show up. Like, <laughs> I so, or even at least like, telling his team, management, I don't know, whatever yeah. that word would be, and be like, make sure Harry looks nice, you know? Yeah. Have a speech prepared. <laughs> um, yeah, so he looked amazing in his suit. He wore this like, purple what is that, like, paisley design? It almost looks like it's kind of a fuzzy or silky material, but it's, like, this pretty paisley purple suit, and I freaking love it. He just looks gorgeous, and he's painted his nails black, which he hasn't done 
like at least publicly since the Another Man magazine uh, premiere thing, I think. Um, but I just I think this look is just a really good one. What did you think of it? I I didn't quite realize that this whole award show thing was happening, so I saw these pictures and I was like, oh, that stage looks different than all his other shows. <laughs> oh, what's happening? Okay, he's in Australia. That that's awesome. And I just because it, it looks like slightly different than his other suits. It looks like a little more nicer and like yeah, like more eclectic and also more calm at the same yeah. time. Yeah, from a distance, I say, oh, it does like a purple suit, and then. Like, you see him on the stage, and it's, like, almost looks kind of glittery based on how the light is, like, hitting it. Yeah. And it's just, like, wow, like, it's just beautiful. Yeah, I'm so happy, like, because I like that he's re-wearing suits at shows because of, like, sustainability and all that type of stuff. But I like that at award shows, like, we get a new pop of color and new pattern that we can be like ah you know like fawn over like oh that's so pretty where are you hiding that one so that is the news for today um and we're gonna move on to the main discussion i feel like we're really we're getting every boy except louis today sadly no no louis stuff but um when his song Missy comes out it's going to be all about him so don't you guys worry um so our main discussion is going to be the song bedroom floor and we are so happy Amanda's on for this one because you are a Liam stan and I feel like Kara and I while we enjoy all the boys music we don't get as excited about Liam as we do about like someone like Harry um so it's nice to have you on where you really like Liam and and I feel like you like his style of music a lot too and like what he like that type of thing and I feel like you have some good insight as well into like what you want to see from his solo stuff and you were saying like it could with Liam and Louie it could go one way or the other at this point you don't really know so I'm excited to hear that Um, but what have you thought so far of Liam's solo stuff we have, like, Strip That Down, Get Low, Bedroom Floor. I'm not missing any, right? Because I keep forgetting which solo songs <laughs> there are. I know everyone always says, like, oh, you're doing great, sweetie. And I love Liam so much. And I love him with my whole heart. And with his music, I think my best, the best way I can sum him up is, you have so much potential, sweetie. <laughs> and it's like, maybe we've got, like, because, you know, Strip That Down isn't, I feel like Get Low isn't on his album, unless we've been told it is. I don't think it is, mm-hmm. though. And Strip That Down is, like, not necessarily the best lyrically. Yeah. Like, we might be getting, like, slightly better ones each time until we get the album, and we're like, oh, we just got the worst one first. <laughs> yes, like, every freaking One Direction album that ever happened. Like, can't you at least kind of like it and accept it, and then you just you realize that that the album is actually really good and better than yeah. the yeah yeah so that's where you're at at this point um yeah i feel like i feel like that's so true because he's going to give us a full album and i feel like hopefully liam's going to give us a bigger album that niall and harry have given us like i need liam to put out like at least 15 songs for me I think it's doable. Cause I know he likes it really is. 
like the remixes on One Direction songs. I feel like he just like does it for fun and will just throw on some more songs. I, I can't imagine Liam having a ten song album like apparently everybody no. does. He's not as like I need to make it like concise and perfect. It's like give me all the songs and I'll decide which ones I like because that's that's how it works. Like. I mean, yes, if you give 10 songs, they might be your 10 favorite, but if you give 15, then, like, maybe that extra five could have been my five favorite. So, like, if Liam gives us a bigger album, especially, like, with Liam's music for me, I might not like every song, so I'd rather have more to choose from, you know, and get a wider variety to, like, pick a favorite from, so... Yeah, so Bedroom Floor, which is the topic of today, uh, was written by Jacob Kasher Hindlin, Charlie Puth, Amar Malik, Steve Mack, Aaron Jennings, and Noel Zancanella. And um, so Liam did not write on this song. It was was it originally a Charlie Puth song? Do you know the background about this? Because I did not research I- it. I'm not sure, honestly. I didn't even, I don't even really pay attention to who writes it, and I should, but seeing that Charlie Puth at least wrote on it, it makes sense, and I can, I can hear it as a Charlie Puth song. Mm-hmm. And do you, do you mind, does it bother you that Liam didn't write on it? Like, are you someone who's like, oh, an artist has to write on every song, or does it not as much matter, or like, depending on which artist it is? I think it definitely depends with me. I feel like like if Harry didn't write on a song on his album, I would feel like I would be a little upset at him and be like, mm-hmm. you, you can do better than that, sir. But I feel like Liam, yeah. I feel like he can accept it. And I feel, like, I feel like with the route he's going, there might be a lot of songs that he doesn't write on all of them. You know? Right, yeah. Because like I said, he has such, Yeah, I agree. I think I think that might be where Liam's going, and I think I'd be more like disappointed if it was Harry or something, or Louis or Niall, just because I also care about their music more. But like, especially with the genre of music that Liam's doing, sometimes it might be better just to have like people that know more how to do it, I guess, um, or like like people will write songs for people, or they'll like someone will write a song like so we'll see like how many on his album he writes I, I hope he writes on a lot of them but um, I'm sure there'll be maybe more than this that he doesn't write on I guess um, but we will see Ooh, excuse me I'm yawning it is 12.23 a.m. over here. <clears throat> um, so, moving on to the lyrical analysis. Um, first of all, um, Bedroom Floor as a title. What do you think of it? At first, I was just like, well, I wonder what that's about, huh? I, I, I can't figure <laughs> it out. But I feel like I had... Almost, I was, I was very scared of it. That's just, I feel like that's just how it's been the whole time with Liam is I'm very scared to hear it and then, 
usually it's better than what I was thinking it would be. Yeah. So, I feel like the worst, the titles have gotten worse, and like, and like the fears in my head, but then Mm -hmm. the songs are getting better, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I I think so too. I mean, strip that down. I was kind of like, what? <laughs> but I don't mind the title "Bedroom Floor." The thing that that I got scared of before it got released was like I or before I listened to it, like we got a lyric of was like that was like the close like the the closer saying something different, um, and I got scared he was saying like you know whatever the person is wearing is telling him something about what they want right. rather than like. And I was like, oh my god, is he going to be singing something that's just like, I'm like, ah, this is rape culture, like, what? Um, but thankfully that didn't happen. <laughs> but that's what I was scared about, like, when we just got, like, the, the title and then, like, I think we got, like, a couple lyrics or something, or I saw them on Twitter or whatever. Um, but yeah, I guess, like, Bedroom Floor comes up a lot in the songs. So it's not like, you know, like, not like Kiwi, where Harry just picked a random word. Um <clears throat> But, yeah, so the song starts with these, like, drum echoey sounds, and they're, they're quite popular in songs these days. A lot of songs have this sort of sound on it. I don't know what type of drum it is, but, like, um, Shape of You has them. I think some Justin Bieber song, like, all, like, all of them have them these days. Do you know what the song sound that is? Is it, like, timpani? I was trying to look up timpani drums, and it didn't sound like it, so I was like, what? I feel like it's those, like, metal, like basin drums that are like bowls that look like metal and they have like dents in them. I don't know what I'm saying. I, but I mean, that sounds right. I don't really know <laughs> instruments too well, but you know. Are I, you saying you don't know all types of drums out there in the world and what they sound like? <laughs> I'm exposed. I do not. <laughs> yeah, so it starts with these sounds. And, then, and they almost sound like a phone ringing too. Like those like it sounds like a cell phone yeah 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 I, I like it I like the sound it's kind of like um calming I don't know um so then the first verse is baby heard you've been talking about me lately telling all your friends how much you hate me but you but who you calling up when you get lonely? When you get lonely, yeah. I gotta say, the first thing that jumped out at me of this first was that Liam's voice just sounded so lovely. And I feel like this is the start to fabulous vocals on the song. And it, like, continues on throughout the song. Um, I just, like, his his high notes are so good here. And he goes so smoothly from high to low in the falsetto and like this this first verse like really starts it off and I'm excited I was excited about this song because he brought that falsetto like back full force um where we got to see it a lot in one direction so I was happy about that <clears throat> it was just like wow like I just I feel like it hasn't been as present in the other two songs and just hearing it back I was just like wow like this is taking me back to like I can't even when he took over all Zane's vocals when when Zane left that's what it's bringing me back to (laughs) yeah I I agree like we didn't get to see it so much in the first two and I'm so glad like he wasn't just not going to do it because he's really good at it so I'm glad he brought it in full force Um, so then in terms of like what I took these lyrics as it seems like 
whoever he's talking about um, has been, like, kind of talking to their friends and being like, you know, I don't like this person. It seems like they were together and they've sort of broken up and they're talking about him and saying, I don't like you any, like, I don't like him anymore. Um, but then he's like, yeah, you're saying that, but then you call me up and you want to, like, hook up or, like, get back together. And, like, when you're lonely, you want to talk to me. So, like, what's the deal? Like, I can't figure out if you're actually wanting to end this or you're not wanting to end it. Um, it's kind of like he doesn't know or he's saying, like, you seem like you're telling me one thing, but then you're also telling me another thing with these other actions. Um, is that what you sort of got from the first verse? Yeah, I feel like he's just thinking, like, what's going on? And, like, mm-hmm. do you like me? Are we a thing? Are, are Like, you're saying you hate me, but, like, you're not acting like you hate me. So what's the deal here? Like, let me know yeah. what's going on. Yeah, he definitely seems confused, and I feel like that carries throughout the song, where he's like, I need answers! What's going on? Um, <clears throat> yeah. Oh, what else did I have? Did you have anything else about this verse? I don't think I do. I know that when I, or like when I first saw the lyrics, when I read them at first, I was like, oh, this might be bad, just based on, like, because if you just read the beginning, it almost is like I don't know. I don't know how to put it, but like you can see like it a, going down a road. Right. I could see it going a certain way, and just like, please don't go that way, darling. Yeah. You yeah. Know, go this way. Don't. <laughs> Let me way. guide you on a new path. Then, yeah, I get that. It's especially like after hearing like strip that down where it's like okay we've gotten bad lyrics that like are kind of misogynistic so we have to be worried when we see like the next one like can you imagine how nervous we're going to be for Harry's second album like I'm going to be very nervous and like we accept the misogyny not we don't accept it we like like parts of things and also like dislike parts of things and that's okay but it'll be like disappointing if there's more misogyny or like something else that's like additional or whatever so like it is nerve-wracking going into songs when you know artists have been misogynistic in the past and be like okay where are you gonna take this what is this gonna be um yeah I get that um, okay, so then the next part, oh, is this, this is the pre-chorus, perhaps, um, you be saying real, real, oh god, me reading this is gonna be ridiculous, <laughs> you be saying real, real nice things, nice things, real, well, real nice, real nice things, when I'm touching you, you be getting real, 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 real jealous when it wasn't you, oh, and every now when my iPhone, iPhone rings, I be telling you, I told you, I told you, I told you. And there's also the, <laughs> or whatever the hell I in the middle love. of it. <laughs> it's like the uh, iPhone text ringer thing, and I love that part. Honestly, I want to, like, crop it all down and get that to be what my phone plays when it rings. Yes! It sounds so good. And then Charlie Puth tweeted that he did that part, I guess, oh. in the pre-chorus which is cool like honestly that sound is like such a satisfying sound like I don't know what it is about it but it just like it's very like like you know I don't know 
so satisfying to hear. It's like, it, it's just perfectly rolled off the tongue. Because, like, you know when you roll R's, it's not always so, like, brr, brr, it's not perfect. And it's just so perfect. I, just, I wonder how many times it took to, like, get that right. I have, yeah. That would be a difficult sound to, like, make. Because it, really it sounds is. very, like, electronic-y. Yeah, because it almost sounds like it's a machine made, but it sounds sort of human at the same time. So it's like, it is just like perfectly like done. <clears throat> he sat there for hours going, bruh, 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 <laughs> trying to get the right, the right exact speech of it. <clears throat> um, so now this to me is saying like, you're saying nice things. It's that whole confusion again. It's like you're saying nice things when we're together and I'm touching you and like maybe they're like hooking up. But then like you get jealous when it's not you and like I'm with someone else and I'm talking to someone else and you're jealous. And like now this person keeps calling him on the phone and he's like being like, I told you, I told you we shouldn't break up or I told you like this wasn't going to be a clean break, I guess, is what I'm sort of interpreting it as, where he's saying, like, like, I told you, I guess, like, that you weren't over it. I don't really know. Like, well, what did you take from this? I almost have seen it as, like, a friend with benefits type thing, or, like, they were mm. dating, and then they were like, well, I don't want to date him anymore. I just want to, like, hook up and, like, Mm-hmm. do that and then you're like oh I'll be fine I just want to hook up and like he can date if he wants to do whatever but then like you see he, whoever I assume it's a she maybe it's not no it doesn't say she it might say she whoever it is will like see him with someone and be like oh I that's not me and that's upsetting yeah and I'm, like, yeah thinking you could handle like being away but like actually couldn't and like right in that kind of weird space Mhm. yes I agree and like again we have that like repetitiveness of the real 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 and like the and, we, and I told you I told you told you I feel like that adds to his like frustration and like the confusion you were saying about like the first verse where he's just like he doesn't know what this person wants and it's like a back and forth and like it's like getting the emotions out by like using that repetition to do it and I think that's really cool I think it works well plus it's very catchy when he repeats things <laughs> not as, not so much when I say it <laughs> but when he sings it <laughs> sounds better um, did you have anything else about this pre-chorus? I don't think so no alright so let's move into the chorus which is, you said it was over, you said it was over, but your clothes say different on my bedroom floor. You said it was over, you said it was over, but your clothes say different on my bedroom floor. But your clothes say different on my bedroom floor. But your clothes say different on my bedroom floor. Yeah. Um, his voice at this part just was like, yes, incredible. His falsetto was incredible. And he's performed it live a number of times. And it sounds so good live. And he does it justice live, um, which is brilliant to see. Um, I really, really think his vocals stand out here. Um, and then, again, like, the repetition I found was really catchy. Um, I think he's very, like, gonna do it's just I'm, I don't listen to the radio I'm sure it's probably doing well on the radio and like 
in your head so easy if you just like were casually listening to the radio and like bedroom floor is pretty distinct too so um what else did I have so this like in in terms of interpretation um the whole like the clothes say different on my bedroom floor seems to be that like the person's clothes are left on their on his floor and so it's like, you know, you're saying it's over, but you keep staying over and leaving your clothes here. So clearly it's not over because you're always over at my place and your clothes are always on my bedroom floor. So it doesn't seem like it's over. Um, but I was also saying, you know, the one thing I said, like, well, maybe it's over for whoever the other person is. But they just, you know, want to hook up. <laughs> like, that's also a possibility. But then we have the other lyrics that are like, the person's jealous and, like, you know, doesn't want to see him with someone else. So maybe not that. But uh, that was also another, like, storyline I was considering. If we, we look at it from the other person's perspective, like, maybe they are not emotionally attached, but they just, like, want to have some fun now. I don't know. <laughs> um, what did you think of this? Uh, interpretation of all this stuff. I thought I thought it was like um, like Liam would be saying like, oh, you said we're over, but like here we are, like clothes on my floor and we're hooking up, and like oh, you leave, and mm-hmm. then like there's your shirt still over there, like are you gonna <laughs> you're gonna get it the next time we hook up, and like <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just that's so true. That's kind of where I, what I would think of it. Because when I, I definitely feel like the clothes on clothes stay different on my bedroom floor. Is like you're over here hooking up and like there's like your stuff and it's just like you have your spot on the floor in my room. Mm, <laughs> yeah, almost like the person's like claiming part of his space. Like like you said, like the person has to come back to get the clothing. Like, they're coming back, probably, and then, like, you know, you're leaving your clothes at someone's house. Um, That was another thing. I guess I'll get to it in the music video. But, like, you know, they're leaving their clothes. They're coming back. Um, I feel like I was going to say one more thing. Uh, Like, clothing in general, I feel like, can be quite an intimate thing. I don't know how intimate it gets in this song, but, like, having someone else's clothing, like, it could smell like them, like... It's at it's at their house. They're in. They have possession of your clothing. Or you're leaving clothes at someone's house. Like clothing as like a symbol of, in a relationship can be quite intimate. I think. Um, so yeah, I like that. That what you said just made me think of that. Um. Okay. Anything else about this part? Um. I like how the chorus ends. I really really like how the chorus ends. Where how, how like the beat is all like going and then it just goes like like just the yeah and then it goes back down to the verse and it's just like this little he chops it off up, and then like there it goes right back down mm-hmm. oh, I like that too um, 
it's always hard to like remember to listen for like the musical changes alongside the lyrics because like honestly you need to listen to the song in separate ways to like detect the different parts um yeah that like chop off into the um i know i noted another one later on but yeah so true um so then the next verse is baby why you always act like you don't want me don't make me bring up your dirty laundry we always on and off until you're on me until you're on me yeah um so for me this was like why are you always treating me like you don't want to be together like I guess like when they're in public or to the person's friends like in the beginning it was saying like they were talking to um like their friends all about how much he hate they they hate Liam or whatever and then and like so why are you treating me poorly like don't make me bring up your dirty laundry and now I like this symbolism of the dirty laundry because it's like both the laundry that's on the floor so the person's dirty clothes on the floor but also the dirty laundry as in sort of like the secrets that you're keeping hidden which I I guess to me is like the fact that they keep coming over to Liam's house and like sleeping over and no one maybe knows that because to the friends it's like oh I hate Liam or like whatever but so that's like the dirty laundry is like the secret that they keep um like hooking up or getting together whatever it is um and also to note that this is dirty laundry is now in two of one direction solo songs so i feel like harry and um louis and zane need to step up to the plate and somehow fit dirty laundry into their lyrics so that can be a hundred percent of the boys singing about dirty laundry it's so good because like it also like in the dirty laundry it adds like in both songs that like sensual element that they're trying to create in slow hands and like um and in this one like there's that like intimacy I guess with like the clothing and the dirty laundry but then also in both of them the the dirty laundry like airing out your dirty laundry type thing so they've used it in similar ways Um, and there's also like I really like All Time Low when they have a song called Dirty Laundry, but even more, like, explains how Dirty Laundry can be, like, not just dirty clothes, and I just, I like seeing them use it that way, and then I also feel mm-hmm. like, I don't know about everybody else, but I feel like for me, like, I wouldn't want anyone to ever be around my Dirty Laundry, because <laughs> I feel like, like, that just feels like... Like, if you're going to let someone, like, wash your clothes and, like, put your, like, take care of your dirty laundry, I feel like that's, like, you got, you, like, you got to be close to someone to let them, like, yeah. like, you don't just want any old stranger touching your clothes. Yeah, like, I agree. It is like, a very intimate thing. Yeah, and it's, like, intimate, like, sexually, and it can also be intimate, like, wow, I trust Emotionally. you, like, my dirty clothes. 
Yeah, I totally agree. Like, besides, I mean, I wear dirty laundry kind of on a daily basis because I don't wash my clothes that much. <laughs> but the clothes that have made it in to my, like, actual dirty laundry are therefore extremely dirty. I mean, I change underwear every day. Let's be real. But, like, I don't wash my jeans. I don't wash my shirt. So if something's in my dirty laundry, like, I don't want everyone touching my dirty laundry, you know? So that's a good point. Um... Yeah, so I'm I'm hoping, you know, Harry Styles 2.0 has some dirty laundry lyrics on his album. I think he could fit it in somehow. I feel like it would fit well on like a Kiwi type song. Like just throw it in there with a whole bunch of random lyrics and make it work. Yeah. Um oh and then also this the we always on and off until you're on me. I'm like, I see what you did there, Liam. It's like you're on and off. You're like in a relationship, not in a relationship until you're on me. And you get that idea of like the physical, like on me. So there's that like little play on words or whatever you want to call it there. Um, yeah, that's all I had. What else did you have for this? Um, I really like the way he said baby in the beginning. And I feel like it's yeah. like the first one. And it like mm. just his voice. Like because I'm and I'm seeing him live in like two weeks or something like that. So just like really? I'm gonna see him see this. Like I'm just imagining hearing his voice in this and that's just That's gonna be so good. Wait, where is he performing? Um he's doing like some jingle ball shows, so I'm gonna be seeing him nice. That's so cool. Well, Niall, Niall will be doing some too, but I know they often like spread them out on different nights. There's like a couple where Liam and Niall are gonna be there, and it's like I hope you two like spend time together. And, you know, That's gonna be wonderful. They need to get some selfies. If we don't get a freaking Niam selfie, then that's a lost opportunity. They really do. Yeah. Agreed. Um, anything else? <clears throat> Alright, so then we have the chorus, the, the, is this the, this is a pre-chorus again, <clears throat> into the chorus, and was this the same? What did, I had new stuff, but I don't know, it, I just said, the repetition matches the saying, it was over and over. Oh, the repetition of this, like, you said it was over, you said it was over, but your clothes say different on the bedroom floor. You said it was over, you said it was over. Is this the bridge? Uh, yeah, I think this is the bridge. Like, it's different, it's more repetitive than yeah. the other chorus. Um, <clears throat> and he sings it differently. There's, like, more, uh, there's more times where he's saying it. Yeah. I felt like the repetition, like, uh, like reflected the repetition of the relationship going back and forth. Um, so I thought that, that worked. I know I said that earlier, sort of, but, like, maybe in a different way in that, like, it's, like, sort of not just the confusion, but sort of the back and forth of relationship of you said it was over, and then it wasn't. And then you said it was over again, and then it wasn't. And it, like, shows that it's not just happened once. It's happened, like, a number of times where... They, like, keep trying to end things, but then it's not really over, over. <clears throat> um, and then also in this section, there were some amazing harmonies. And, like, one note change where he, like, went really high. 
Um, and like, it just sounded so good. So I really liked that. What did you think of this part? I think it was just like, I, can, I feel like a lot of like pop songs will just be like, oh, here's the chorus, and then we're just going to repeat the chorus again. And I feel like there's a lot of parts that he was like changing it and like getting the high notes in or like getting in like some other like vocal parts and like the background and stuff. And it's just, it just feels different and it feels like even bigger. And I love it. Yeah, I so agree with that, because, like, that's one of the things we talk about with Harry's songs, is there's so many, like, little extra things going on, so many layers, like, the production is so high, um, and, like, on this song, especially because it's so repetitive, which I think works, and I, wor- I think it works for the style of song he's doing, it's great radio, it's good, like, catchy, um, but as you said, it does have those extra layers that make it more interesting, rather than if he just repeated the whole thing, like, he does have that falsetto, he like has the way he changes his voice he has when he goes from falsetto to sort of deeper like it has that dynamic changes so like even though it's repetitive it doesn't feel like it's super you don't get bored of it you know because there's something vocally coming at you every turn um you go through so yeah good point um anything else about this part Okay, so then we have, or maybe this is a bridge. I don't know. Maybe that was just a chorus, but it gets different. Guys, don't ask me about these things. You know I don't know anything. Um, so then we have whatever this part is. The, oh, my bedroom floor. Your clothes are saying something different now. You want a breakup just to fix it now. Oh, baby. Um, I really, really, really love this part. Um, he, he, this was where I said he goes from, like, falsetto in that, in the chorus that he just did into, like, a deeper, like, oh, which, like, I thought was cool. And then at the end it goes back up to the falsetto. Um, uh, and I like, I just like the way he sings this. I feel like the rhythm of it, like, the syncopation, the beat, the clothes are saying something different now. Like, it just sounds really cool. It almost sounds like like a rhyme, like a, I don't know, the way, I know now and now, like, are the different now and fix it now are not, like, they're the same word, (laughs) but, like, the, the, I don't know, I just like the way, it almost is like he's, like, saying a poem somehow or something, um, so I thought that was cool, um, and then I also like how he's almost more fully animating, like, both the room and the clothing, like, and I know these are lyrics used earlier, but it really stood out to me here where he's, like, he really drags out, like, my bedroom floor or whatever. And it's, like, he's almost, like, serenading the bedroom floor in a way. Like, who knew the bedroom floor would have this, like, big, long, like, run of a, like, vocal. And then your clothes are saying something different now. It really, like, it made me think, like, it's like he's animating the clothes as if they are, you know, almost human. Like, they have, they're able to feel and have actions, and they're the ones speaking, and they're saying something. Um, and, like, he did that. He said, I mean, those are lyrics he's used, but just, it, it was emphasized for me in this part. That's why I really, like, noticed it. Um, so, yeah, I really liked this bridge part. What did you think of it? It was amazing. I still remember, like, listening to it the first time. I 
feel like just with every new song that's come out recently, I've been not staying up late for it, but like I'll, I'll wake up at like seven o'clock in the morning and just lay in bed mm-hmm. and like you absolutely just like be still and listen. And as soon as it happens, like this is the first time in a while where I like paused it and I was like, wow, that is like a pretty way to say floor. Like you see this floor, <laughs> like that's just the floor where like everyone's dirty feet is, but like make it sound like this is just some beautiful like. <laughs> wood floor that like has a, a rug that matches the colors of the wood or something yes I feel like you're totally describing what I was trying to say like so true I feel like it's like really it's like a love song to the floor and not really? like one run <laughs> it's amazing and then like the baby where it gets like very so insanely high pitched. I don't know how he does that, but like, yeah, just wow. That's just one of those moments so right there. And I wonder how it feels to like sing and like it sounds good, and to like hear yourself singing something good and knowing people like your voice. Like, <laughs> what are you thinking right now when you're when you're hitting that kind of a note? Seriously. I know, that's what I, like, whenever I watch, like, the live performances of the boys or, like, anyone singing live, I'm always, like, so worried because I know what notes they're going to hit and I know I cannot hit them myself and I'm always, like, ready for their vocals to break. But then I have to, like, remind myself, they have good voices, Caitlin. They have good voices. They can do those notes. If I tried, no, that wouldn't happen for me. It doesn't stop me. But it wouldn't happen for me in the same way <laughs> it happens for them so seamlessly. Um, do you have anything else about this part? It's just a perfect bridge. Mhm. Agreed. Um, so then we go into the ending bit of it ends off with this chorus. Um, and it's just pretty much you said it was over but your clothes say different something say different on my bedroom floor um and that's repeated a lot I'm sure you guys don't need to hear me say it again and again <laughs> but yeah just the falsetto I just thought was good it was so good and then um the way it ends with that same like drum ringing sound that was happening at the beginning like he's um almost like the person's calling at the beginning and then he goes through this like frustration and like ugh, the back and forth doesn't know what to do and then he's like brought back to reality where the person's calling him again and like he has to answer it, respond to it sort of like make a decision of what he's going to do and it's like it's happening again it's just full circle um like back and forth and it hasn't they haven't broken the cycle yet so i really liked how that ended and it also is like this big like crazy falsetto all the like repetition and then it goes back to the sort of almost calm of the of the phone ringing uh, which I thought was cool what did you think of it? I think it just like it just works well and it's just like I feel like it's like a nice little like package with a little bow and it just like Mm. it's like I have a lot of like bookends at my house and or like whatever they're called I think like hold the book together yeah yeah it starts this one way and like all the books are different and like different heights and different colors and 
Yeah. That was a beautiful metaphor. Yeah, I totally agree. And then, like, if you have the song repeat, it just, like, carries on, like, in a loop, because it, like, starts, the ne- the beginning starts in the same way, so it, like, just goes circular motion. Um, yeah, so that's all the lyrics. Um, do you have anything else, generally, about the lyrics of this song before we move on to the music, even though we've talked about the music throughout? because like with other types of like people don't write I mean people collaborate on books but it's not the same way like a song has so many different people writing on it like imagine if books were like that like 10 different authors like always wrote on the same book you'd like be like what who the hell wrote which part like you would be so different but for songs it's like just that's the way we do it in a lot of in a lot of songs so you never know who's coming up with which genius parts we do know that it wasn't Liam, though. So, but maybe sad. I mean, we kind of talked about a lot of it. There's those drums that play throughout. Um, and there's the brrrp, brrrp, <laughs> which isn't an instrument, but it's still a fun sound. Um, what else did you hear musically about this that you feel like we haven't analyzed? Is there anything? Um, I know it's just how Sunset, and just, I feel like that would just be very good. 
Yeah, I totally agree. And I think, like, like you said earlier, you don't listen to the radio. I don't really listen to the radio either. But, like, I could imagine this doing really well. Just, like, as a single, people, like, attaching to it, playing on the radio, playing at, like, beach parties or... I mean, it's coming to winter where I live, but, um, you know, Australia's summer. <laughs> um, like, you know, it's just, like, one of those songs that you can pop on and, like, dance to or listen to or chill to. Um, like, so catchy when you hear it. I swear, like, now it's going to be in my head for the next couple days. Um, oh, that's a bad thing, but I'll be singing it. Um, is there any, like, does this remind you of any One Direction songs or would you say like any of Liam's solo stuff like where would you put it in in terms of One Direction music um I have this playlist on my phone because I don't know a lot about like the science behind music but I I call it cool voice things and I know like Little White Lies is on that playlist with just like Mm. different things or um or just when it's exactly what it sounds like. Just any song where like two people are like harmonizing really well, or like the mm-hmm. is great. Yeah, I totally see the relationship to to Little White Lies. It's almost like I feel like, and also just like the storyline of it too. Yeah. And almost a little bit white dress, just a tiny bit, but maybe that's just because mm-hmm. I've been listening to that lately from you know. Did you download an MP3 of him singing that? I rec- I did the um, screen record thing on my phone, so okay. that's rule. I have it sometimes. I need a I need to download it onto my phone. I wonder what quality there can be. Like I don't know how great. It's only fans who recorded it, right? There wasn't like a professional quality one. No, not really. Sad. I need it. I need it. Um, but I'll take what I can get. Exactly. Uh, how would you rate it out of 10? And, like, what type of scale would you use? Because um, would it be a One Direction scale, an all-boys solo scale, a personalized Liam scale where you're comparing it to just his solo stuff? Um, and what, what number does it hit for you? I, I have no idea, so I might just steal yours. I feel like if I'm comparing it to just this other one, it's the best. Yeah, I agree. I just, it's more, it just sounds like a better song. Mm-hmm. And I feel, like, I feel like it a lot better than Get Low. And the only reason I like Strip That Down a lot is because I like, like, the beat and just the emotion I had when he said 1D. That's mm, nice. Yeah. <laughs> but this one, I actually like it because it's a good song and it's, the lyrics aren't too horribly misogynistic. It's <laughs> not really much at all unless you like really look for a way for it to be you know, misogynistic. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then I guess in comparison to other boys like singles, man, because I that's so hard. I feel like I just I can't compare them. They're all so different. Yeah, I agree. Plus, like, we have all the boys, like, we have full albums from Niall and Louis, as you said at the beginning. I mean, Niall and Harry. Um, But, like, when you're just talking about, like, comparing 
one of Liam's songs, so like a full Harry album or a full Nile album, it's hard to do, like put them on the same scale. You can't imagine having, like, it's always been hard picking what's your favorite One Direction album, then you're eventually going to have to pick, like, what's your favorite solo One Direction album. Oh, God. Like, That'll be the worst. Um, and we're just on round one of solo albums so far. Oh, man. God knows what will happen when we get, you know, 2.0. Um, I'd say maybe this song is a 7.6. Great. I'm going to choose that one, too. That was a good choice. 7.6. I'm feeling it. That leaves room for improvement for, like, more songs that we like on his album that might be better. But also, I'd say it's up there, you know? I like it. It's a good song. Uh, and have to get low and, uh, like... Get Low is as small as 5. Mm-hmm. And strip that down to like a 4.8. <laughs> nice. I liked Get Low, actually. Like, I did like Get Low. Um, I like that it. down. I, I mean, they're all so catchy, though. So it's like, I don't know. It's hard to say, like, like versus, like catchy versus dislike I don't know or like I get used to them like I didn't like strip that down a lot at first but then like it was so catchy it got in my head so then I liked it more but I, I did like Get Low and I remember when we talked about that one I think I said that I liked it I um, like Get Low and it yeah. has like the catchy factor but also it's just very sexual which I'm not always the biggest fan of just cause like I'm yeah. comfortable personally yeah, it is quite, it's quite sexual. Yeah. Um, um, what was I going to say? Oh, let's talk about the music video. So, in the music video, he had Bella Thorne play, um, like, he did it from her perspective. So, like, in the song, he's singing as if he's talking to the other person, but this was like as if she was feeling the feelings of the narrator of the song and there was some other guy um and she's an actress um people you probably know her she was on disney um and yeah so she was in it playing that character and i took some notes here (laughs) um but what did you think generally about the music video Are you kidding me? But I haven't had time to watch it, and I'm going to. What do you mean you haven't had time? It's like four minutes. It's not even. It's three minutes, twenty-three seconds. Oh man. I just turned in like four essays right before this. (laughs) I just just had to prioritize school a little bit, and I'm saving it until after my final, so I can just like come home before I have to get work done and just watch this video and like absorb it and just like well like write a paper about it and like just figure out (laughs) thoughts and emotions yeah i i thought i mean i thought it was okay liam's haircut was interesting but i guess that's a haircut he's been rocking recently um the house that took like was the home where the person where bella lived 
was very fancy. And I guess, like, maybe she can afford a house like that, but it didn't seem realistic slash relatable. It was, like, this really fancy house that it looked like she owned herself with a pool. Um, and then... What? I'm going to have to say that, because I know she and Tana Mozo, who was a YouTuber, are friends. So I, I always mm-hmm. saw Tana's music video. So now I'm, I like imagining them being a little bit like similar houses. And I was like, wow, that's, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, I was definitely like, okay. This is not realistic. But you like they go to like some house party, but then she's also staying at like a super expensive like where she's living in a super expensive house. I guess the the house party looks pretty fancy too though. Um but like I appreciate like in the Midnight Memories um music video, like it looks like a more normal house versus like the house in this one or like the house in like Zane's music videos, like this one is very, very fancy, but, like, in the Midnight Memories one, it was just, like, more of a basement in someone's house or something, so it's more relatable. Not that I go to parties ever, so, you know, but to people who do. Um, what else did I think? Oh, yeah, this is the thing I was going to say earlier. So, like, at one scene in the music video, like, or, like, there's a number of scenes where, like, the guy's left his clothing on her floor, but I'm, like... If he's, like, staying the night and dumping his clothing, and then it's, like, he's deserted and he's no longer at the house, I'm, like, what did he actually wear when he left? Like, I didn't really understand that. Like, did he borrow clothes from her or, like, just happen to have other clothes there? Because, like, his entire wardrobe or, like, what, like a full set of clothing is on the floor, but he's clearly not in the house anymore. So I was just, like, did he run out stalkers? Like, I don't really know. Is this always weird to me? Where they, it's almost like they forget the logic part of like where are the <laughs> yeah. clothes? Like, do you have clothes in your car? Like, because yeah, exactly. Like, go to a party and like bring an extra pair of clothes with you. <laughs> we're telling it's yeah. not 2009, and you don't bring clothes in case you spend the night anymore. Yeah, exactly. I just thought it was weird. It's like. And also, like, it's it's clear that, like, they were at a party the night before. Like, the clothing that's left is, like, a nice dress shirt. Not like a, oh, I just, like, came over to your house and I brought a duffel bag or a backpack. And, like, I was, it was just, like, a quiet night in and I brought a change of clothes. It was, like, they were out at a party and then, like, he left his fancy dress clothes. But, like, left. Like, what are you wearing? I don't know. I don't know. Um... And then, I mean, I don't want to ruin the music video from you. Have you read my notes yet? Yes, I have. And I do have, like, the general idea of it. Okay, great. So then I'll just keep talking. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, she sees him with some other girl. The thing that I thought, the, the whole Liam character throughout the music video is, like, he's kind of, like, he's there in the music video in a lot of the scenes where they're together. And, like, at some points he looks like he's, like, disappointed uh, in the guy or like jealous that maybe like she's still with him or he's just like some like third party that's not even there and like he's kind of just like watching over them and like is invisible there were some parts where he was like really close and it was kind of creepy and feeling not like creepy but it was like what are you doing Liam like you're watching them very closely it's like a little odd um that makes me think what is this like 
both of them are like Liam is would like sing bedroom floor like directing it at Bella and then or like she's like gone from his life and then Bella's oh. other guy but then this other guy has this other girl and and it's just like and she has another person who has another person and then who has Liam. <laughs> Amazing. I love that. Yes, now I need to rewatch it with the idea of maybe Liam is like, Bella is like the Liam person. Ah, interesting. Interesting. Could be. It's like, why are you being so hurtful to her I'm jealous of you but like you're hurting her and I wouldn't hurt her yeah and like I wish she was with me because maybe we could work together or something yeah oh that's so good good interpretation for someone who hasn't even seen the music video good job um and then at the end she just chucks all his clothes in the pool which again I didn't quite understand because it's like if he's not coming back, if you're done with him, you're going to have to go fish out his clothes on the pool if this is your house. So I wasn't quite sure about the logic there. Because it's, like, it's not like they live together and, like, you know, you dump their clothing over, like, the banister that happens, like, in The Holiday, which is an amazing movie everyone should go watch. It's Christmassy themed. Um, but, like, it's not like you're dumping all their stuff outside and they have to come pick it up. It's like, he's just left his clothing there at your house, but, like, you don't know if he's coming back or when he's coming back, and you've just dumped all his clothing in a pool, which is just going to clog your pool. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, but it doesn't have to be logical, I guess. Um, and I think that's it for my thoughts on the music video. Um, then just like do you have final thoughts about Liam? Are you excited about his album? Is there any expectations you have that you haven't talked about? Um I'm I'm interested in like what the ballad type songs will be. Like if they'll be like slow songs. Cuz I think that might be interesting given like the style songs we've seen so far. Like perhaps the lyrics will be different and more like lovey-dovey. I don't know. What do you think? would be or yeah now I'm thinking of like a song called like share and bear <laughs> like, something super cheesy share and bear He totally could. I'm here for it. I remember Louis saying in an interview that like he didn't feel like he was a good enough songwriter yet to write a song about his son, which I thought was so like deep and interesting. I wonder how I wonder if Liam's taking that same perspective or like he just doesn't think it fits on the theme of his album or maybe he does and he'll 
You'll write it. Like, Adele's song about her um, child, Sweetest Devotion, is just so beautiful. Like, and it, it, it could be about anyone, but she's talked about it being about her son. Um, like, it's not obvious that it's about, like, a child. It just could be a love song. But, yeah, it's really pretty. Maybe we'll get that. Nice, like, ballad to bear. That's what he'll title it, too. Ballad to bear and share. I'm here for it. Exactly. Tune out the misogyny. Just, like, enjoy it. And, or, like, find your own interpretation exactly. of it. We can always hope. We can always hope. That's key. And I just, support them you know, just feel proud of them even if they make mistakes it's like you can still support them for like the good stuff that they do and help them learn to do better next time it's always what it is um all right so let's move on to recommendations um i was trying to look up something to recommend on my phone and then i was on my email and i got an email that said i got a ticket to the X Factor final? I have to, like, see if this is right, because that's where Louie's performing. I just randomly signed up, and I don't know if that's true that I actually got one. I'm... That's very exciting if I did. Um, could you imagine? like, wow. Literally. I, I hope that's real. I'm gonna have to, like, double-check this. Um, what do I recommend today? I been I don't know if I recommended this yet. Maybe I did. I'm maybe I did on last episode. <laughs> I don't know. I think I uh, I oh yeah I did. Never mind. Let me pick a new one. Um I I downloaded the Glory Days um platinum edition. They're a little mix. Um they have three new songs on it, but what I actually enjoyed more was they also have like on the Apple Music they have like a little documentary of different like things about their friendship and like on tour and stuff that I enjoyed watching so if you get the Glory Days Platinum Edition there's like 
tons of extra videos at the end of it that you can just watch and um, it was very entertaining and like you get to see that inside look at the girls and they just seem like really normal fun people and I enjoyed that a lot so that is my recommendation what is your recommendation today Amanda I have two because I'm going to take advantage of this platform and promote my two do it so if you like pop punk type alternative like five seconds of summer type music listen to a summer high just their band and they're great I love them they're my favorite humans on this earth (laughs) and then if you like more like emotional pure like happy music but also like sad and deep lyrics and just like you want some positivity in your life for like when you're sad Cimarelli I'm googling it right now. I'm gonna have to listen to this. Uh, I like their art that they have. Really? They do look a lot alike. Wow. That's cool. They look really cool. Okay. Nice. We like a big mix over here. Um, thanks for those recommendations. Love a good music recommendation. Who is it? Kesha today was asking for new music recommendations, so she will enjoy this as well. Um, um, all right. So, guys, let us know what you thought of this episode, um, our Liam-themed episode. Do you guys like Bedroom Floor? Um, what do you think of the lyrics? Um, and like just anything about Liam's upcoming album do you think he's going to be writing on it like he didn't write on bedroom floor will he be writing on the album will we get more falsetto will we get some nice ballads called Sharon Bear Um, also cry to us about um, Harry not winning not getting nominated for a Grammy Um, but stay positive too because I'm going to cry if I keep seeing too much of it and that adorable picture of Niall and Sean. Hopefully we will be getting a collaboration soon. Will it happen? Hopefully. Who knows? Let us know what you guys thought. Um, and thank you guys for listening um, to episode 119 of Talk Direction. You can go follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. You can go to our Tumblr, which is talkdirection.tumblr.com or our Instagram, which is just Talk Direction. And you can follow me individually on Twitter, and I am at Caitlin I.R. Foster, and Caitlin is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And Amanda, where can they find you? Um, my Instagram is kind of trash, but if you want to see there, it's amanda.taylor.13. Amanda.taylor.13. 
that's just like it's kind of like regular Instagram. I have a lot of like concert pictures up on there and like some videos I took. Do I even follow you on Instagram? I don't know. I need to check it out. I don't think I do. Wait, Amanda Dot Taylor thirteen. Hold on, hold on. No, I don't even follow you. Wait, no, this is not you. Amanda, Amanda. Wait, Amanda Dot Taylor Dot thirteen. I see it. Got it. No, I wasn't following you, but I'm following you now. Nice. What else? Sorry, I cut you off. Continue to promote yourself. Is a summer Amanda A S U M M E R A M A N D A. I really appreciate um the name that you have right now, <laughs> which is like um what is it like I'm stressed or something because I procrastinated a lot or whatever. <laughs> Amanda is stressed. <laughs> I like that one. You change your name a lot, <laughs> which is I just, fun. I try to not, but then I just just had to put it out. Or like I'm gonna be like, oh, Amanda is inactive because she's a <laughs> It's relatable feelings. I feel like, um, what's it called, Amanda? Like following her social media, I feel like you are very, like I've said this all along to you, but you just like very good, and I think you can hear it on the podcast. Like you're very like like, pithy, witty, like, talking about things, like, I, I don't know the way to describe it, almost like, like, very, um, like, not like, I don't know, millennial, or like, you're really always getting all the things happening, like, all the memes, all the relatableness, like, all always using all, like, the lingo, and like, I feel like, like, I go to you as, like, my lingo guru of, like, down with the kids type of thing. What? <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. So, if you're into that, um, I feel like you're you're good at that. So, do you have any like blog or anything? No, right? Um, I have a Tumblr that like I'm trying to be more like consistent on and like post things. And so, well, I have two. There's if you if anyone likes Taylor Swift, I have a Tumblr for her. It is I'll see you in my wildest dreams com and that's linked on my Twitter. And then my one that I'm trying to make is actual, like, blog and, like, talk about music and, like, uh, things happening in the world is Bands Rainbow. So, like, B-A-N-D-S-R-A-I-N-D-O-W. So that's .tumblr.com? Yes, .tumblr.com. They're both on Tumblr. Bow.tumblr.com. All right. Got it. Got it. Okay. I will promote all of these on our Twitter too when the episode comes out. So if you didn't catch it right now, you can head over to our Twitter and catch all that. Was there anything else that you wanted to promote? I know I keep cutting you off. <laughs> That's it. That's good. Right. Go follow Amanda. I think that is it. I mean, we have a Patreon as well, which I didn't mention at the beginning, which is p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash talk direction, where we've been uploading a whole bunch of talk direction downloads, which is just pretty much an extra half hour of episode every time you listen to the podcast.
podcast. Um, we do four of them a month. Um, and I've been talking about my time in London, the ups and downs of it, different speculation about Harry's next album, um, what Liam's performances will be like, a whole bunch of good stuff. So if you're interested in that, head over to our Patreon for that extra content, tent plus vlogs and stuff. Um, I just went to Edinburgh this past weekend, and I'm going to be putting up a vlog about my time there. Um, I took lots of videos, so if you want to see that, that's at our Patreon. Um, you can also rate and review and subscribe on iTunes, um, and we're on SoundCloud as well, and there's a SoundCloud app if that is better for you. I am Caitlin. And I'm Amanda. Thank you so much for listening, and I want to give a huge, big, giant, freaking... Thank you to Amanda for being on. Um, I feel like you added a lot of insight. You were also a pro at doing this, so that was great. Um, your Liam insight was um, far better than Karen and I could ever do, so I'm glad we had you on for this episode. Um, and we'll need, need to get your Liam input when the album comes out for sure. Um, so thank you so, so much for being on, um, you kind soul. And thank you for supporting the podcast for so long. Like, it's been over a year, almost a year, whatever it's been, um, and I'm glad I've gotten to know you on Twitter and social media, and finally get to talk to you in person, which has been so, so nice. So thank you for coming on. We really, really appreciate it. Um, we will see you next time, or I will see you next time, for episode 120. I'm not sure you, oh, actually, I do know what it's going to be. I remember. I'm recording in a couple days got to plan um but yeah we will see you soon next week and i hope you guys are all having a good time wherever you are in this big old world bye she walked away through a cheap pack of cigarettes hard liquor mixed with a bit of intellect and all the boys they were saying they were into it such a pretty